0: Hey everybody. Hello it is the Balls in Your Court podcast. This is episode eight with Kat and Maddie. Episode eight. Wow. Okay. Yes, and um, we have finally figured out how to actually put the microphone. Which... In the right place. Yeah. After eight episodes, well, seven episodes, <laughs> this is the eighth one. Um, with it upside down. <laughs> we. I think we were talking into the mic, It really in the opposite opposite place
1: yeah. to where
0: it, we should have been talking into.
1: And now it's convex.
0: Yes. Which is what? Was intended. Intended. which is how god intended it yes um i think it really highlights our lack of techn- <laughs> technical know-how yes um even the fact that we're still only using one mic between and the fact us that we don't know how to say technical so Te- like. <laughs> um yeah so at least uh, hopefully the sound might be a little bit better like generally people say that the sound is fine but like maybe a maybe little that's bit because clean. they don't want to
1: listen to us and yeah want it to be quieter no
0: you're right so that i like, want to drown it out it could be that. but then again if they're already listening you think that's a bit insulting like if you don't want to listen
1: don't listen sometimes you've got to know your enemies keep your enemies closer yeah the... just like in the tinder swindler have you seen the tinder swindler i actually have not oh my gosh okay cat you need every time i hear someone say it, it, I think it. That
0: they're talking about tilda swinton oh well too similar also an enigma also an enigma t- t- uh, tilda swinton like <laughs> yeah but she's a nodden. she is not from this mm-hmm.
1: earth i'm not sure where she's from i have she gives me deep fear
0: when i, I see her. feel very like she she plays um doesn't she play the witch in Narnia. Yeah. And that feels like a role meant for her because yeah. she's so ethereal and also like unworldly. Yes. Like
1: what a she, she I say she but in my head she's like totally genderless she's like, like uh, she's just she's kind of like she's like in the liminal space she yeah. doesn't she's there's no binaries with her yeah yeah anyway. I agree anyway it, <laughs> tinder swindler though I really would
0: recommend watching it's on Netflix it's do you know like the premise of it yeah yeah he like scams women out yeah. of
1: money by saying
0: like oh I have lots of enemies yes yeah, so I'm on the run I'm on the basically <laughs> that that's kind of the premise of it he's like oh all of my enemies are out to get me um and I I I can't access my credit cards and I need you, my lover or my friend or however he's, however he's like my <laughs> side but related to, yeah, exactly to the, to these women um, who are actually all of a Scandinavian origin which I'm not sure if he picked that on purpose or like, are, are women of, of Scandinavian origin known to be like, um, no, no, more giving. Don't, <laughs> I not going to say gullible. No, like, no. Um, sorry,
1: Maddie, with everything going on right now <laughs> no. in <within laughs> global politics. No, I
0: was not going to be insulting. I mean that like, I wonder if he picks these women's generosity. but then also it might just be because a lot of them are like blonde and beautiful. Yeah, that might. I, That's probably more feeling, likely. Yeah. Um. So what is interesting about it? I won't talk much about it, but it's just that he he does he the way he swindles these women is very very clever because he lures them into this false sense of security that he is from money that he's made of money and that he just very briefly can't access his accounts mm. so that they then think okay well if I take out this loan and I pay you you know and I, I give you this money you will be able to give me the money back because yeah. you have lots of money and that's obviously where the problems begin yeah Um. but it's really well done the documentary the only thing <clears throat> the only thing i would say is that it's a little bit long because mm. it's kind of like a film it's like an hour and 45 minutes about um and it probably could be like an hour or maybe just over an hour i
1: feel most i just think there needs to be a cut off on all films or any media yeah an hour and a half should be it. yeah yeah an hour and
0: a half that's the most attention films no. these days are just like three hours You're and like, also ugh.
1: series how can you have like an hour for a series like episode. Mm. I think 40 minutes at the most yeah. 25 is ideal yeah but I actually sometimes I quite like 40 minute ones yeah because I get like get a bit yeah. into it yeah but not, not an hour not the hour put my Ugh. foot down there yeah I'm actually watching that's literally a movie I'm actually watching Inventing Anna oh my gosh, at but, the moment I, I was literally about to say talking about swindlers yeah exactly because it's all in that genre so yeah. obviously ne- least, yeah are you watching it? I'm not but I can't from, like, from the basis I feel like she's a better swindler because she's not actually harming women no no no, she, no 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 she's no, not, she's, not. No. she's just having well a good... not, not exactly I mean she's
0: harming the man <laughs> well yeah because what? I think I mean I've only watched three episodes so far and I think there are nine but so far it seems to be that she's she's she is swind. I think she is also swindling people yeah but it's not um, the rich yeah but it's the rich
1: so she's doing the rich she's so. kind of a Robin Hood yeah. character where she's like taking from the rich but not giving to the poor she's just taking yeah. from the rich I remember a couple of years ago when that came out on Twitter about this whole like person called Anna and everything happened there so mm. yeah i definitely would would watch that yeah oh i think you
0: should and then maybe we can discuss it can, a bit further exactly. anyway anyway so it's been half term it has a few weeks that's why we've had a, a few week break um yes. from the pod so what did you do with your
1: half term cat i went to malta which was really nice uh I've, I feel bad for saying it, but you know when, like, the holiday did not seep into me? Mm, I get you again. I just, I didn't feel, I didn't, I don't know how, I mean, I had a good time. It was nice. Mm. It was nice to go away, but for some reason, like, it's like my brain, I couldn't saturate myself in, I couldn't really just let myself go in the holiday. Yeah. Um. So Malta was really nice, like, I went into the sea, that was really lovely, Ooh. did a bit of hiking, Um. stayed in a really bad Airbnb I that I got my money back from. Oh, so, good, I, okay. Actually, like, what, was, what was bad about it? Um. So it had a jacuzzi. Okay, that's not bad. But it was like you know like the saying fur coat no knickers mm, yes like you're wearing a fur coat but you don't have the essentials what you need knickers. okay so it was like basically it had i don't think thing. i've ever heard that I mean, before but like, okay do you like it yeah sure. i quite like that one also like you know all fart no poo <laughs> what have you never heard of these sayings these are not are they i mean they must be common but it just means that you know like there's no follow through right okay. but like, i prefer fur coat no knickers because it really it really like encapsulates you know people that are all show but don't have the essential things that you need sure um um, anyway so this apartment was like that so it had this jacuzzi mm. but then had like no forks had okay ah. so the most disgusting thing actually so I don't I don't want to talk about too much but like the most disgusting thing is that they had on the on the mattress they only had like a sheet that covered the top part of the mattress like, right. like it was like too small it was like honestly like a little sheet of like cloth oh. and so this entire so it didn't even size, go around the whole of the mattress the entire size you could see the the topper and the mattress underneath mm. it was... and so obviously like with two people in a bed yeah. and you're sleeping and then like the fucking thing gets like turned over and then you wake up on bare mattress it was great. not ideal anyway so we had like a huge argument on airbnb because yeah was, he was actually a bit unhinged like he was totally unhinged mm-hmm. anyway and then talked to airbnb and i got my money back so Yay! i gained from this well holiday. Done. i earned money this holiday so it was good yes okay um, that was my half term how was yours
0: um my half term was all right um yeah like i tried to just do kind of like admin stuff like saw <laughs> some friends ran some errands you know I've been grappling with a bit of a with a with a bad cold um which I haven't had for ages because I guess because of Covid and everything like we've just been very safe like um wearing masks sanitizing everywhere and I think that actually that reduced people's oh definitely pe- yeah people's um like we, we were not even catching colds really we weren't really getting anything. Our defences are love it. Yeah exactly um and I um so I was hit a bit sideways by this cold and I was testing every day because um I was like you know, the symptoms of a cold and COVID are similar. Yeah. But the good, the key, and uh, but I um it was all coming back negative, and I think the the key thing was I, I didn't really have a sore throat. It was all like congestion mm. in the nose. um You
1: haven't had COVID yet.
0: I haven't had COVID. You are the the last of us standing. Touch wood. I,
1: there is a dodgeball coming for you, maybe. <laughs> I somehow have avoided COVID for some reason. I feel mm. like everyone who's avoided COVID has on COVID in the last like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of
0: my friends who are, yeah, and now I'm like, is it coming for me? Mm-hmm. It's I. I feel it's inevitable but yeah, i'm hoping York it's not. Is running out but then again i do have some of my other friends in my like school friendship group there's actually a chunk of us maybe like four or five of us out of like 10 who haven't had covid oh my God. Maybe, but, maybe it was the the air yeah maybe the air that we the air that breathe um i don't know no i am not sure it's it seems to be a bit of it um but also maybe somehow i i maybe have you some are more evolved. bodies what well, i mean i yeah. am a more evolved <laughs> yeah. part of the species so, really. um maybe
1: yeah so you had it and you didn't know and now you
0: have the antibodies possibly like possibly like who who even really knows it's It's like they don't actually know quite enough about the science to be able to explain how some people have got it and some people Mm. and even though i've been in close proximity with a few people who have had it somehow i've avoided it
1: yeah Um, not to labor about covid but how do you feel about all kind of things ending and mm, not having to isolate at all because if you did get it now you wouldn't have to do anything yeah you're
0: right um but i would i mean because it is it's still strongly encouraged so like if you get covid you are still strongly encouraged to isolate for five days yeah. and I absolutely would if I yeah. because that but that's because I'm a conscious citizen yeah. um and, and
1: I'm wearing masks like yeah, on yeah. so again.
0: it was interesting yesterday I went out for um two of my friends birthday drinks we went to Do- in went to this place in Dalston which was really nice um but on the way on the journey on the way there um I had to get the overground for part of the journey to get to Dalston um and um I was one of I was one of a minority of yeah. people wearing a mask
1: yeah hardly anyone um wears masks now on yeah.
0: transport. Um and which uh, and even though on TFL they still say we encourage you to wear masks and everything, I think
1: people the the fact that the mandate is gone, people yeah. are like, nah. Um my thing is that I do wear masks on the public on public transport, but if I've forgotten it, yeah I still get on the bus.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, whereas
1: before if I have forgotten I'd be like, fuck, I need to like go buy one quickly in a shop. Yeah. But now which I don't I know is like kind of irresponsible, but now I'm kinda of like, oh we'll just a quick journey. But I think it's just because like like, literally, I've been on buses when no one's wearing a mask and mm. I've been on trains when no one is wearing a mask. Yeah. And it just does feel like we're in this weird thing where no one really knows what mm. is the right thing to do, even though I don't know. No one, I think people know what the right thing is to do, but we're kind of in this, like, weird limbo mm. time.
0: I think it is tricky. Um I just personally think wearing a mask is quite a small thing that you can do. Whilst, Kate, like, people are forgetting, like, Kate, people are still getting COVID. Like, yeah. it's not gone. Mm. And, like, there are... Are, we still need to protect the vulnerable in our society, and we need, like, you know, they are now start. They're saying that they're going to offer a fourth jab to the most vulnerable, which is be jabs stuff. Oh my god, people! <laughs> yeah, we, but I'm, you know, very yeah. pro-vaccine. Yeah, I think like give, you know, whatever is the most helpful. I know that the idea is that we are now quote-unquote living with COVID. Mm. Um, so I do understand that the, the transition needs to be to incorporate a bit of like a low level risk with into our lives but mm. it feels like this has come way too soon and that is because the prime minister is trying to fight against people who are like criticizing him for all of his bad behavior during party gate and mm, yeah. and like everything and I think he's just trying to appease the people he's trying to be like look at me I'm so fine I'm gonna yeah. stop you isolating I'm gonna make it all happy for everyone yeah. I think it is a political move because it didn't need to be this early, it it, it, early. I think we should have we should still have it for probably another the few weeks. Um, yeah. I mean, the what I mean that the... I think everyone.
1: I feel like other countries are probably just looking to see what's going to happen. Yeah, days. but I feel like I'm like I'm interested to see like what are oh, things going to change, like mm. what's going to happen. Yeah. This. So yeah. But anyway, anyway sorry anyway, that was me. I, we I went did... back to that. No, no, no that I think also... it's, import- it's important.
0: It's important because it's what's happening right now. Yeah. I mean Another thing that is happening right now, which we're not going to labour on because, not, because it's just not. it's so it's very emotional right now. It's all just hit, kicking off. Is um, obviously the the conflict, or you might even call it a war, at the moment. Between um, Ukraine and Russia, it's like it's it's absolutely devastating to watch it unfold on the news. Um, I'm finding it, you know, quite hard to see, but also I, it is important to be educating mm. ourselves.
1: Yeah. Um, Do you know what is yeah. like interesting? Like, you know, there's like so much media about it. But I did think that one piece of thing to read was that was really interesting. Was Putin's uh, actual message? Mm. He like posted it on his like it's literally called like the President of Russia like their website. Um, and it's literally a letter that talks about why this mm. is happening and is incredibly political mm. like we're teaching like superpower geographies in school and it, it just it's and it's like, unfolding right now yeah it, but it's it's really very much like the US and NATO have done whatever they like wanted to do mm. now Russia are going to be doing the same like how dare you like infantilize us over these like 30 years it's, it's like it's I think that is Jeez. if you want to like you know there's so many people making opinions about what's happening but I think it's very useful to read his mm. um, letter because it is like incredibly aggressive right. but yeah anyway anyway that's all anyway. going on with
0: and- uh, we're. I just. We're like. We're sending love out to all the people of Ukraine um, and and the and people in Russia who are also being affected yeah. by this. and hopefully
1: the UK will actually um, accept asylum seekers from oh Ukraine. Oh my god! Yes. Instead of just putting fucking IKEA colours around the city. Yeah. Actually make some meaningful change. Yeah, yeah.
0: Apparently we're actually like actively trying to like dissuade or like block Ukrainians from coming into the country because we are so wonderful. Yeah. We're there like we support Ukraine but don't come here. <laughs> yeah. We see you.
1: But also, we don't want to see you. But
0: we'll like see you from afar. <laughs> yeah. I actually hate we this do. country sometimes. Yeah. But we digress. We do. Um, today, the ball is in Cat's Court. Yes. Um, we decided actually following our podcast last, uh, the last episode where we, we, we discussed religion, that actually that seemed to get a good response from people. And like discussing like right. slightly more deeper topics is like, is, is not you know, like always people are also interested in our dating life and like <laughs> yeah. whatever's happening and like more gossip level things but we thought that like it might it, it would be interesting for us to discuss some things that affected to that affect our lives like a little bit more mm. so what what would you
1: what do you want to talk about today so I'll, yeah so i'll start with an anecdote go so on what, what it what it is we're going to talk about um so like the other day i think like probably like the first day i got from um half term one of my colleagues at work who is like south asian like came up to me she was like are you asian um and i was like uh why and she was like oh i was talking to some of the like our other colleagues about um whether you're Asian or not because your surname is Po which is like Chinese and so like some other people were saying that you must be like Asian then however like I was thinking you don't really look Asian so you can't be Asian and I was like what so many things yeah I was like uh no I am like my dad's like Chinese like I'm half Chinese like half Irish um Mm. but like the whole incident like really was like I hadn't like thought about how I'm being perceived like in terms like of race for so long. Yeah. Um. And, like the whole sort of conversation. Like I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't offended at all. But yeah. like the whole conversation was really like out of the blue. Yeah. And it like I think like after she left, I like, kind of like got like lost in the void for like ten minutes. Like, mm. am, I, am I? What Asian? am I? Am I? Who am I? Am I Asian enough? Do Do people think I'm white? Yeah. Like, who am I? Do I? Am I only Asian because of my name? I thought that my name didn't sound that Asian enough, so that people wouldn't even realize I'd be Asian in the first place. But I was just so like there right, were so right, many right, right. questions going through my head. Um, and it did just like make me think a lot about lately about like how I understand my like mixed race and yeah. how I am in the world because I think that really surprised me because I don't usually meet many people that think I'm white yeah um, like I get like I think most people think I'm mixed race mm. I don't also I also don't get that many people think thinking that I'm fully Asian even though I have mm. but most people pretty much think you look like you are mixed yeah um, I get like and then I get like actually I have had um, Icelandic <laughs> interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell me that i look like bjork mm. you know yeah yeah i mean i i like... don't
0: really see it but yeah, okay. like
1: i don't know like maybe similar eyes i don't know i think uh
0: it's i what like what would you say like if you okay when you're checking boxes in the census mm. in like when you have to fill out information about yourself you know for me it's it is very straightforward it's so boring i literally am just like white british. <laughs> white british i am one of the many <laughs> yeah. uh and yeah it's very boring so i don't even have to I don't even really have to look down the list
1: yeah do you know what's interesting that like mixed race was not even a category on the census until i'm pretty sure the 2011 wow census wait what so what were the options i don't understand other other what so like wait, you in, were white as in white as in all, all the different races but you couldn't be mixed right so okay. you, i'm pretty sure it was either the 2001 one or mm-hmm. 2011 um but i think also the recent census you then actually have more options because i think it was mm-hmm. like just like very much like white and black white and asian even though there's so many different uh like people from asia and people from africa um, so, what do you, what, is there a category that you, you fit into or like, so, or not? It's interesting you ask because now I like tick white and Asian, mm-hmm. even though technically, so weirdly, I don't know why, but like on this, on like most boxes, it gives you a different option for Asian and then Chinese. Mm. And technically, I'm Chinese. I'm mm. not, or I am Asian, but as in, like, yeah,
0: the two are As in,
1: they, they mm. are distinguished for some reason. Oh, okay. Um, sure. And I guess like a lot of people associate, I don't know, lots of people associate both guess like maybe then that meant that did did asian then mean south asian Mm -hmm. or it was always very confusing and i think it's it's interesting that i feel very comfortable taking white and asian now Mm -hmm. but like for a while i wasn't and that was like out of a deeper issue of not really being able to like like really struggling with identifying as asian um like if there wasn't like white and chinese there then i'll just say white other like mixed other right Right. because i think i struggled a lot with like dealing with Mm. being mixed race and like particularly like with being Chinese, yeah. Um, and I actually remember having an argument with my English teacher about her calling me Asian. Right. like What? How did that? How did that unfold? I don't know how it happened. I think she mentioned something like, "Oh yeah, like because you're Asian." And I said, "I'm not Asian." Mm-hmm. And I had this like whole thing that like I really like struggled with like not like with how I was being perceived because I think how I'm being obviously that's dependent on who they are and yeah. so I'm perceived differently by different people. And some people would call me some people call me mixed race and some people would call me. Um, I'm, like, just Asian. Right. And, like, a few mm-hmm. times, like, someone has been referred to me as, like, oh, you see that Asian girl over there? And then I've had this whole crisis of, like, oh my god, like, I'm, being, I'm perceived as an Asian woman. And, like, just mm. I feel like how I, like, I'm, like, uh, how people interact with me is mm. so different based on who they think I am. Right. And, okay. Well, maybe it isn't different, but, like, it's just really strange, like, being, mm. like, having, like, sort of both sides, like, having sometimes been white passing, which does surprise me because I personally don't think that I look very really white. No. And I was, I don't like, think yeah, so. Yeah. And that's why I was really surprised. That my colleague like thought that I just had a Chinese sounding name. Because I think I don't look like but I also know that I don't look fully Chinese. Hey, yeah. Chinese. So Ooh but that's because you're part, that is you're because. <laughs> part Irish part
0: Chinese so yeah. that makes sense
1: yeah and I think like sort of having that like ambiguity I guess maybe the reason why I felt like a little bit in crisis over it was because then it made me feel like do I not have the authenticity to or the legitimacy to claim Asianness? ness mm. also because she oh. was Asian herself like but she was South Asian okay. but I think it probably would have been worse if it wasn't the East Asian but like East Asian yeah. people like always caught me like that yeah because, sure. like always, I think maybe just more in yeah but I guess like probably coming from like another Asian person I was like she doesn't she thought I was white like yeah does that mean that like because I think <sighs> my racial like journey has been so complex like it went really from like totally disassociating from the fact that i was chinese because i was like grew up in a very white world like country and also my primary school was like very white there wasn't really any asian people around me Mm -hmm. like my like dad's family obviously are like abroad so there was lots of factors that meant that i felt very disconnected from being chinese yeah and so like that's something that i really tackled like i really really just like lots of things i really struggled with like i really hated the way my eyes looked i really hated i stopped my skin from tanning like i had like used like whitening products because i wow, really didn't, I didn't know that about you yeah like okay. like in when i was a teenager i really struggled with being asian like um i used to do this thing because so asian people a lot of a lot of Asia, east asian people not everyone have monoliths and that okay. basically means that you don't have an eyelid sure. like like a double eyelid um like a lot of a lot of western people have mm. and so like that's quite coveted as like western beauty standards sure. um and that was something that i always felt very self-conscious about um because I didn't have a very big either so that I knew that made me look more Chinese mm-hmm. and that was something that I felt really uncomfortable about because I had a lot of internalized racism okay sure sure um and so yeah I'm getting lost in my yes. thoughts now what, but what? yeah basically that meant that like I had like struggled with accepting my race and then mm-hmm. when I went to university I kind of reversed that a lot like did a lot of work and sort of yeah. understood how race is a social construct and me trying to figure out like which side do I like fit in with more yeah. didn't really need to happen because I don't need to be defined no I, you don't need to be yeah, boxed I don't need to be ups like this yeah um but it's really strange then like when i feel like i've like done a lot of like freedom outside of like i've done a lot of work on how i used to view myself and internalized racism and that's kind of made me feel like oh i don't need to think about race mm. and then when people then talk to me about like the way that they perceive me or someone just yeah. makes like a like not on inconsiderate but just like you know just a casual comment like oh yeah like like you're asian or like you're white or things yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. it like brings back all of this kind all of insecurity
0: you and yeah that that is really interesting so like so it um this is a parallel but it's not an exact parallel that i've had because you know i'm not i'm not going to be around the bush i'm i'm obviously super white um and like yeah like i i i don't have a mixed identity i am just white british but the one thing and this i you know i touched on in in last week's episode um is that um, my jewish identity um is something that is also a part of me and i am what is called an ashkenazi jew so that means i'm like an uh an east uh not an east a- like a, a like more eastern of an eastern Euro- yeah an eastern i was about to say east asian i, an <laughs> eastern I'm Euro- asian. I come i have um, eastern european origins mm. um so actually you know like um kind of uh, poland lithuania belarus like that kind of areas where like if you go back some generations um pre-world war what I, I think actually yeah pre-world war Two my family what that's where i orig- originated um
1: do you know which countries
0: yeah so i think those countries sorry. that i just said so i think yeah like um, sorry my brain Bella, just i so i said uh said so like, cat
1: came in and that i lost that yeah we, we
0: we had a we had a, a cleo who um has entered the vicinity you can't actually hear her right now um sorry, so yeah lithuania. so poland lithuania belarus okay. like those kinds of those yeah. countries um is like when we do it i think we have a f- some family trees somewhere that people have done like genealogy and, and that's that's where we originate um, generally from so um the ashkenazi jewish community is kind of the predominant um jewish community or at least how how people see jewish people which is which is white um but with kind of slightly darker features um maybe a bit hair like hair, like kind of bit beard, bushy beards like hair like kind of hairy um <laughs> yep. my brother kind of fits a slightly jewish stereotype i mean he's not
1: has he got
0: he's when when he, he, he got goes a beard now? you haven't seen him for a bit when he grows his beard out really? he does people say he looks a lot more jewish if, if you will oh. um but so i i've had a few interesting interactions with some people who um so you know i i i mentioned that i'm jewish my, my friends will um laugh when they hear this
1: because Are they anti the No, no 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 <laughs>
0: they'll laugh because like if you actually meet me you'll know that i talk about being jewish quite a lot because it's something that is that has i've grown up with it's been quite integral to my youth um yeah. going on jewish camps having about mitzvah all of this kind of stuff and like i will it won't take too long before you meet me for me to mention that, that that I am Jewish. I It's not, I don't think that that's like a bad thing. because <laughs> like, well, I'm not ashamed do of it. Do you think like
1: there are people that don't need to be told that you're Jewish? Like, is that something that you feel like you um, always have to communicate or do you think there are like signifiers that maybe are Interesting, so
0: that's the whole point is that um, I have been told by some people who, who don't know me very well that I don't look Jewish.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, what does that mean? Basically, all your thing. all of these people are thinking about um, the, the like men in... In black hats and like long suits or the, or the women with like very conservative clothing with wigs mm. on that like basically but the... do you also think they also mean the way you look as like your face yeah but like maybe also because there's a stereotype that everyone knows that jews have big noses and i do not have a big nose i've got quite a small nose um, that and all of these things are perpetuating stereotypes about what Jews look like. Do you, the Jewish um, look. There isn't actually a Jewish look. There are people. There are Jews across the world. There are mm. there are what are called Sephardi Jews. So those, that's those exactly. are like Southern European. Yeah, that's, like
1: Spain. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: more Mediterranean looking Jews. There are also um, there are big Jewish communities in like the Middle East that like are that yeah have have a, a slightly different like look um, mm. what might be called like look. And there are there's also, also like, like black Jews yeah exactly there are black jews a lot of black jews um there's like a large community in ethiopia and like some other other um, countries and like it's actually a very vast experience being a jew and to stereotype jews as as only looking one particular way i think is extremely detrimental and so that's just the the parallel i kind Mm. of found with with what with your story which is which is just the idea that somebody would say to me and this has happened multiple times oh that you don't look jewish Mm. just like somebody has said to you oh you don't look asian like does that make you
1: feel like you have to
0: it makes me feel like I have to validate myself yeah. like I have to validate being Jewish Just Just, like, get the do you, yeah exactly do you want me to like read you some Hebrew like what yeah. do you want like what exactly is it that you want me to prove to you that I'm Jewish
1: it's like, actually interesting though about <laughs> having to prove it because part of one thing that I definitely feel like wounds my like uh, like ability to legitimize my Asianness is the fact mm-hmm. that I don't speak Mandarin okay or yeah. actually Hokkien which is like the dialect that my dad speaks right um, right in like Singapore and so because I can't speak the language. That was actually a question that my colleague actually asked me. She was like, "Oh, so like, can you speak um, Mandarin then?" And I was like, "No." And that, yeah. I guess, part—you know—part of that sort of like feeling that you it is difficult to connect to something is also because probably out, out of a reality that I don't often feel very connected to my Asian heritage. i mm-hmm. um, like, it, if that felt like something that was quite restricted when I was younger. Do you think um, that was by choice? As in, like, do you think do you do you feel as though you
0: you weren't given the opportunity to learn? more about your Asian
1: heritage or do you feel like you didn't want to like ha- have it probably was a mix of both like yeah. in my opinion like I think I I just wish my, my dad forced me to learn the language I mean mm. I was a kid I probably was like I didn't want to like have to have language lessons and I remember having a few language lessons mm. but I probably you know I feel like that could have been forced upon me um... it is so like it is one of those
0: things where like people who are bilingual <sighs> often it's because they're they have a parent or multiple or like multiple parents whatever guardians whoever who taught them from a very young yes. age and that's because we're more susceptible to learning language and learning things um from a young age and I really wish like my my mum um she used to be like almost semi-fluent in French mm. um and also I think she knew quite a lot of Hebrew and like as the am you know I wouldn't have liked to have been forced to learn Hebrew when I was younger but like I do kind of think oh wouldn't that have benefited me yeah. like and maybe the same with you you're like oh if Definitely. I if I, would I learned... have actually
1: then been have it like to be able to communicate with my uh cousins and my uh Amma like my grandma yeah. would have changed my entire relationship I think to my heritage because yeah. then I'd be able to access it Um,
0: so your cousins do you have cousins who live in Singapore yeah yeah. okay so did they move did they move
1: from China to so, Singapore like how did that work so my grandma was born in Fujian which is a province in southern southern China like southern eastern China sure. um, and she my granddad was born in Singapore he went over to China to find a wife I think mm-hmm. um, or maybe she came over here to marry my granddad. Um I think it was arranged anyway. Yeah. Um but my like my uh Singapore's quite an uh, interesting place like in terms of like different ethnic mixes. Like it was like I don't can't say that I know the full history but there's a lot of like Malaysian people um then like Chinese people that migrated there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think Malaysian people used to live there. Okay. And that was in a way kind of has a lot of like a weird interesting colonial history. Sure. Um, and there's like a lot of Indian people that live there as well. Um, but yeah so there's like we, I've I have I have actually also been to China mm-hmm. and I've like seen like a lot of like my relatives and it's really interesting that like every generation builds their own temple to like um to like look, uh, for their ancestors yeah and so was like just, in like, Mulan yeah it was yeah it was literally just like walking around um, that made me sound so basic yeah, it's okay <laughs> but I was just thinking about
0: how in Mulan you know they would they
1: have the the kind of um, yeah kind of like the temple where like the, the ancestors, ancestors yeah with the ancestors are. yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's like, a great film it is a great film yeah. um, I actually only watched it literally like a year ago what? I've never seen it oh my god I love Mulan yeah I was always told like, oh like you're like Mulan and like I mean it, it's we're prob- just Asian <laughs> it's
0: problematic in some way oh, no, oh, I, oh to be clear I'm not saying cat <laughs> is Mulan oh, no. in any way that would be so you're like Mulan. <laughs> Yeah, no I just meant that yeah, yeah, it yeah. reminded
1: me of the yeah they have their little temple with all the ancestors yeah, in it um, yeah and, and so like when we were like walking around um, China like we we're just like oh yeah this is like your like ancestors um, temple there's another temple there's another temple and wow re- and these were like beautiful temples yeah like, yeah it was really like great um experience and like getting to meet like a lot of my um relatives that's the word mm-hmm. like not being able to get that word to this yeah, entire relatives and, like the people I am close to related them. to <laughs> yes yeah, so, um, and yeah but the that not being able to speak the language was such a hindrance mm, sure, yeah. and you're you're just like relying on someone else translating you just smile at each other mm. and there's just such a big loss of culture yeah um and i think that is definitely a reason why i have felt very unable to like in many ways just like felt not very disconnected yeah but i am also like i'm also like aware of you know how i feel as like a mixed race person in the world what i guess why i feel issues with like claiming that legitimacy is because like a lot of there is a lot of racism in the world that's such an obvious dumb statement I've just made there. But you know, it's particularly I think with COVID, there's been a rise in East Asian like hate crimes. Yeah. And like that so uh, and I even see it in school. Um there is a lot of particularly with Chinese people, um, China is like seen very negatively like in geography. So we always mm-hmm. like view China as this like very undemocratic state, which it is, but the, we paint Chinese people in as just factory workers. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. very like stereotyped as being, there's not a nuance to there's it. There's no there's no nuance. It's all
0: homogenous. These are are Chinese people, this yeah. is what it and does. And they are subservient
1: yeah. and they are just like factory workers, and I find that very problematic to teach. Yeah. Um, and I also find um, that kids laugh at Chinese, kids laugh at Chinese people, and I think that is part of the fact that in our culture, if you look at a lot of like media, like the Chinese person is the punchline. Mm. The person who can't speak English, like they always yeah. They can never speak English. There are so few Asian characters, Um, really, like in the last like 20 years, that are able to speak English without an accent, and that's yeah. not like comedic relief yeah like you know even like the hangover like there's like that asian guy yeah yeah, that's funny and that's i think that's part of why kids don't there is like a lot of racism um there Mm. and as a half asian person i feel sometimes that i can't to claim sometimes when i feel that because some to some people i guess i'm white passing Mm. i feel like i can't claim that history and i can't claim that piece of that oppression that i guess people who are fully asian do experience yeah like i have experienced like racism Mm. like yeah like many times like it's very sad to hear. especially like in school like like there was like that like um you know like kung fu fighting that song like yeah, these girls used to like sing. Kind of yeah funny. used to sing that like yeah. when i'd like walk in the room um that's so,
0: so horrible
1: yeah that was just like it wasn't like huge but like it's funny because i was thinking about like wanting to talk about this in the podcast mm-hmm. and it made me i had this like memory come out of nowhere that the first thing anyone ever said to me in year seven was this girl um turning around to me and saying are you chinese and then i said yes and then she turned to the girl next to her um and started laughing oh. um so what this, horrible memory <laughs> yeah that, and that was that's my pretty- first good. My... good that you repressed that for a while exactly <laughs> that was my first conversation the whole of year seven oh. um, and I think like yeah there just was like small incidences but I don't think it has necessarily hugely um, held me back I do yeah. also have one other weird incident oh. that like is a representative of the other type of like thing I've had which is like worrying that I'm being fetishized okay um, and I have like been getting off with someone once and then she stopped turned to me and said I really like the Asian side of you I look carried on oh my god i <laughs> <And>, like <laughs> My friend was like sitting right next to me, and we just turned to each other and we were like, what "The fuck!" <laughs> Um, and I just wait. Went... You were just getting with somebody while your friend
0: was sat next to you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was in third year or second year. Um... It was like
0: in a club or something. No,
1: it was at a house party when I was in college. Oh, oh. house party.
0: Okay, I was just trying to think of yeah. the context of this. Like... Yeah, sure, I
1: think I think it was a big couch. Yeah. I okay. Was, like, fair. Fair. For we were like to press up against each other. I don't think oh, it was, like, that's a huge so thing. gross that
0: she that this that this person would even think that that's an appropriate thing but to I say. I
1: think that lots of people people say that to me all the time. Like people are always asking me like where I'm from, which I don't mind at all. Um, but sometimes people say it in a really rude way. Like I've had mm. someone like do that. Like, like, point out my eyes and said, "What's going on here?" <gasps> so I think people are like, have a... hate people?" <laughs> yeah, it's like I guess these are like microaggressions. Yeah. Um, but I do sometimes worry actually when it does come to dating that um that some people only want to date me because you're Asian or, or part fetis- Asian or, I don't or know, something. Fetishise it. It's it's really complicated. That's, that's because you know there are some people, there are some white people that only date Asian people. Yeah. And like you look through their history and it's just exclusively it's... Asian girls. Like, yeah, I was
0: going to say, but it seems to me it's more like a white male thing to do like uh, this is just an absolute stereotype but i just know growing up like i would often see kind of nerdy looking white men oh yeah with like quite pretty yeah. asian girls yes. and that that might was seemed like that could be a bit of a fetish yeah
1: definitely like i've had exactly i it's not a re- i mean it is a stereotype but yes it is usually like like any fall um like yeah um and obviously i don't date men but i have sometimes like it, it doesn't mean it is true but sometimes you know when like you find things like you kind of want to find and you know I've dated people that have like done degrees in like Chinese or I've like dated like people that have like dated people who are Asian before Mm. and it does like hit this like bell for me that I'm like oh my god am I just another Asian person to yeah but I know it's not in the in the not the reverse but the other aspect
0: how do you feel you relate to your Irish side Hmm. because we haven't really discussed that bit yet
1: yeah so I think like being Irish was like also I realize I'm talking a lot in this podcast that's right because (laughs) I think this is a good space I hope this is a good space for you to talk about this um yeah I think I obviously Ireland is a lot closer yeah (laughs) geographically 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 you're you're right as much as they would
0: often want to distance themselves (laughs) from us geographically yeah uh, fairly Um, so yeah
1: I think um my Irishness was definitely a big part of my life growing up like my mum was like like the leads in my childhood Mm -hmm. and we went to Ireland quite a lot I did Irish dancing intensely um and LSU the school you went to that's very Irish yeah yeah, because it? it's um, Catholic it's school. It's Catholic, yeah. So, I just know that, like,
0: a lot of people there seem to be all of Kate's yeah. friends, who our mutual friend Kate, she kept, she would tell me about new friends, and they all had Irish names. It's true. It's Everyone true. had an Irish name.
1: In, like, that Catholic school, you were either um, Irish or you were black. Like, okay. it was like that was how it was set. Um, so, yeah, a lot of Irish people in that school. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, I used to feel so connected to my Irishness. Mm-hmm. And I think when I kind of got to university, and then I was suddenly, like, I rejected, like, my Asianness so much. I kind of then started like rejecting the Irish side.
0: Yeah. So you find it? Do you think you find it hard to like navigate, kind of keeping both on a level? Yeah. Like it's kind of like, oh, right now I'm focusing on my Chinese side. Or right now I'm focusing on my Irish side. I used
1: to feel like that, and I think I felt I wanted to be fully Irish when I was a kid because that was my entire life. Yeah. And then when I decided, like, I went to university. I was like, I'm Asian now. Yeah. <laughs> and I like I you know I joined like the um like Chinese society at mm-hmm. university. I went mm-hmm. to like, I tried to like connect more to it. Like the reason why we. Went went to China and like looked at our ancestors was because I really wanted to do that as a trip Mm. so I really was connecting there and then I also felt that I didn't fit in there either so even like there's so much so many things about my Irish side that I still love like I love Irish music I really do connect to like the land there like very intensely Um, but I think nowadays the way I see my race is that I try and I don't think about it as much like I just kind of accept that I have this history and I don't need to fit into either side and that's been really helpful to me Mm. but I also think that that's also like an avoidant attitude I have, where I'm kind of like, oh, I'll be neither. Race is a social construct anyway. Yeah. But then that doesn't necessarily help me. I think maybe what I now I'm going to do is just to embrace both sides mm. um, until someone tells me that I don't look like either side. Okay.
0: But we'll see. I think it. Mu- I I I think it must be hard for you to feel like you constantly have to. You constantly have to almost justify either side. Like, am I Irish? Am I Asian? Am I like whatever? And mm-hmm. like prove to people that you are both or are not. Nice. Yeah or whatever is that
1: like I think definitely as a teenager I felt really like pissed off about it like yeah, oh, like why do I have to justify like like why do people ask me like where I'm from and I think I've definitely have chilled out about it like mm. I don't I don't mind at all like talking about my race I actually love talking about it I think okay. it's like if anything like I think it's something that makes me unique mm. and I love that I've been able to see two like different worlds Yeah, and yeah I really I really like I'm mixed race I'm oh great I, oh I wouldn't change it for the world like I'm that's why when that girl thought I was white I was like you think I'm white <laughs> And you're white. Bitch. <laughs> I was like, I was actually just like thinking about myself, like walking around the school and being like, God, she walked past me and she thought I was a white person. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being white at all. I was just like, I feel like being Asian gives me something interesting. That, yeah, I mean, that's fair enough, something to distinguish yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's something to distinguish myself and it's yeah. something that I have access to and I, I do like that. What? How do you feel about being Jewish? Do you feel that also in that it is, even though, yes, you are white, you also have access to a totally different culture than white British? Yeah, it
0: is. So I do feel it's like being jewish at least and and also being a woman like I, I think it it has been a way for me to not just be i do i feel sometimes like i i'm a bit boring basically that my per- that my identity is a bit boring because because so i'm so just boring. white and also white british although it, it, it predominantly has been the male uh side of of the white british people we're quite problematic as mm. as a as a group yeah historically yeah, colonially exactly.
1: yeah thank um, that my white side is not a colonial white side yeah I have that as well exactly so
0: um i'm not like super thrilled about that as as having that as like part of my history mm. um but at the same time like one has to acknowledge that like that there that is like i i am i am um i am white um and that there are aspects of that which which means that i i need to check myself and
1: i i need to understand my privilege um mm. and um do you think that um sort of Privilege works differently for Jewish people, mm. even if they are white, because of that history, like because of their history, mm. and- or no. Would- so it's
0: it is really interesting because some people, in in some ways, yes, there has been like a there there has been an increase in anti-Semitism um in recent years, um, particularly in the USA actually, but also in Britain also in Britain as well. There's been um there's been like hate crimes on synagogues and like particularly religious-looking Jews have been like um uh, mugged and and things like that. Uh, and like that that is something that is concerning and is something that i feel you know strongly ab- about in in the it's wrong and, and everything but at the same time i do i benefit in some ways from not looking stereotypically jewish um and i think i like that i can i i i, I like that i'm i'm i like that i'm not christian if i'm honest like yeah. that might sound not at so. all i hope that doesn't offend anybody listening but um i i do like that i'm i'm not christian um mm. also because I I don't agree with some of the tenets of 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 Jesus preaching yeah um, as established in our last yeah as we established but then but having said that I also take a lot of issues with with some of the aspects of Judaism that I that I don't agree with mm-hmm. um but I suppose being Jewish because we are actually a minority religion like we have um a very wide spread of influence which is not proportional to our numbers in the um like even like within the UK we're only something like I I don't know the exact number, but it might even be like three percent of the UK is Jewish. Wow. Which is really small. Yeah, small. But because I live I live in North London, North London is has large Jewish communities. Um I have always felt as though I'm not in a minority. Yeah, that's interesting. Which I think is interesting, and but I and I, like I've never felt as though I stand out. And it wasn't actually really until I went to university mm. when I met some people who had never met a Jew before me or had or had really had very few interactions with Jewish people. That I realised it wasn't actually always well known across the UK. Like what the Jewish experience is, what being mm-hmm. Jewish is, and that like actually I am a minority in that way. Um, and but I am, but because but it's all nuanced by the fact that I'm still white and I'm white passing mm-hmm. and I am an Ashkenazi Jew. Yeah,
1: it's about seeing that complexity. So it is
0: a, it is com it is complex. I don't find that being Jewish has caused me. Um, I I haven't myself experienced much anti Semitism in my life. Um but I have I do know some pe I know people and I, I have friends and my family who have experienced some more um mm. some some anti Semitism. The Holocaust still is it is still very um fresh in, in most of our uh, our minds. Um it was Holocaust Memorial Day recently mm. and that brings up a lot of kind of painfulness about it within the Jewish community. But it's I don't feel the thing is is it, it's not the same as with you where you you maybe have because you've got your mum's side and your dad's side right whereas both my mum and my dad are from Jewish backgrounds so I don't really have to split that it's more navigating how being a Jew makes me feel as a person Mm. um I'm not ashamed of it I'm actually proud of it Mm. but um I don't I I hate the one thing I hate is that is is all of the stereotypes that have been like perpetuated about Jews ruling the world and Jews Mm. the like the Jew Jewish, the Jewish problem of like that, that we all have lots of money and that we all um, that we're actually secretly running Hollywood and all yeah. of this kind of stuff.
1: That that I take yeah. that
0: I take issue with.
1: But yeah. I definitely think that's a yeah. huge stereotype in North London, like you know the North London liberal Jewish scene. Yeah, and actually if you go to like many areas in people not all Jewish people are rich. That's not at like, all. It, yeah, there so are
0: some very poor Jewish exactly, communities, yeah. and it's yeah,
1: it is actually a
0: much more of a varied experience being mm. Jewish, even being Jewish within the UK, even being yeah. British Jews. Yeah, and yeah. I think people need to be educated about that.
1: Yeah, and I actually, in the parallel as well, I feel that about the Asian experience. Mm. Um, you know, like recently, you know, there was like Chinese New Year and well, I what should, year is, I it, shouldn't is actually, it? Is I it shouldn't the actually Tiger call it Chinese New Year? I actually done what I said I shouldn't do. It's called Lunar New Year. Okay, the not Lunar just New Year. people that do it. Yeah,
0: um, is it the year I? Is it the Tiger? Is that what
1: we're tiger. in? Ah, okay, good. Nice. Yeah, um, but you know, I feel like there are ways that like the Asian experience is not is not the same. Across it's not, the not homogenous It's Not homogenous at all. At all. I mean, we're talking about like probably the the most populated yeah. um, continent um, and I, I would love to see in schools especially like more education mm-hmm. about um, Asian history oh yeah um, for sure there's this organisation that's actually been set up recently I think called like the East Asian oh the East Asian something that's not helpful at all but, um, something oh so I think the East Asian Network or it's called BSEAN B-S-E-A-N okay Um, and they have like started in the UK um, a um like a um Asian History Month or Asian Asian Heritage Month and yeah. um, that's meant to be, I think, in November. Um, yeah. So I think like that would be like a nice thing for us to do in schools to sure. sort of educate a little bit more about the Asian experience. Yeah. And yeah. That is all. Wow. Okay,
0: so we've we've covered quite a, a big topic today. Um, your your mixed identity, mm. my British Jewish identity. Um, also talked a little bit about um COVID situation and our half-terms Airbnb. and Airbnb. I'm glad that you got that victory. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. This I think I hopefully this has given a lot of people some food for thoughts mm-hmm. because this is a much wider topic and something I'm sure we will touch on more yeah. in the future episodes. Well, I think I tried to pack in a lot there. No, 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 <laughs> but this was I think this was a good start to the conversation. Mm. I'm sure it's very much not over. And it will fit into more conversations that we have um, over the coming weeks. Yeah. So we hope that you found this interesting, that you enjoyed listening. And we are wishing you it is. We've only got one more day of February. One. Fucking hell. Tomorrow is the last day of February. Oh my gosh. And then we're in March. And then it's fucking spring. Yeah. I'm so (laughs) looking forward. The daffodils are out. Already the days
1: are getting lighter. um, And I'm so, I just need sun. The days are long the days are, yeah the days are really longer i remember like doing an episode this time and it was dark yeah so. it was dark
0: exactly good times good times okay so um this has been the balls in your Court podcast and we'll speak to you again soon mm. bye, bye. bye.